Uh, this is Houston. Uh, say again, please. Houston, we have a problem. Okay. Here's the deal. I'm not here to waste your time. Okay? I certainly hope you're not here to waste mine. Let's talk about something important. Put that coffee down. Two little mice found in a bucket of cream. Now you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. Be water, my friend. Welcome to Unstrategic, the podcast about digital strategy. Hey everyone, I'm your host, Adam James Lamagna, and during these uncertain times when many of us are probably working from home, I'm sure there are people out there thinking about starting an e-commerce business. So, I thought it would be wise to do a series on e-commerce strategy. Now that's a really large topic to cover, so we won't be able to do it in one episode. For today's content, I wanted to lay down a good foundation for e-commerce, get into some basic concepts, practices, and features of e-commerce, and then talk about the concepts behind conversion funnels, which we'll get into later in the show. In terms of user experience and user behavior, what are the fundamentals or good design practices of e-commerce? That's what we're going to go through today, but as time goes on, I'll release other episodes that cover different areas of e-commerce strategy, like advanced concepts, mobile e-commerce, e-commerce marketing, etc. But today we'll define what makes a good overall e-commerce website and tie that to the user experience or how users interact with e-commerce websites. Now, for the last three years, I've been working in the hotel e-commerce space specifically, but there are so many types of e-commerce sites out there that some of the tactics or concepts we discuss today may not work for every single e-commerce site on the web, and it may be different for you depending on what you're selling or offering on your website, so just keep that in mind. Now, there is a free resource available as a PDF download at unstrategic.com slash e-commerce dash best dash practices. Feel free to pause the episode and download the resource now if you feel like having a visual to follow along with. So again, there are many different types of e-commerce websites, but let's start simple and just define what e-commerce is. E-commerce is when commercial transactions are conducted electronically on the internet. So, simply put, it's electronic commerce. Commerce is the buying and selling of goods and or services. E-commerce is the buying and selling of goods and or services online. Now, just like regular business, there are different models to e-commerce, like B2B, which stands for business to business. Companies like Slack, Intuit, Salesforce, those are B2B companies. B2C companies, which are business-to-consumer, like Target, Walmart, Amazon, those are B2C companies. C2C, which is consumer-to-consumer. eBay is a site that facilitates C2C transactions. And then finally, there's C2B, or consumer-to-business. This is like a freelance copywriter doing work for an organization or selling their services to companies. And obviously, there are companies that fall within different models, like WP Engine or GoDaddy that are hosting companies. They are both B2C and B2B companies. There are also many ways to sell products and services online, including retail, wholesale, through digital products or subscription-based platforms. There are paywalls and, and much more. 
For this podcast episode and resource, we are going to focus on kind of overall e-commerce UX best practices and basic concepts. Before we get into talking about conversion funnels, I want to just kind of outline the, you know, the basic e-commerce fundamentals first. So if you want to set your e-commerce site up for success, there are some basic guidelines that every e-commerce website out there usually follows. And I'm going to go through those kind of one by one. So the first fundamental is to have a clear value proposition listed on your website. Users want to know what separates you from the competition or what separates your product or service from the competitors. Everyone wants to feel like they're getting something special, so make sure you differentiate yourself or your product and clearly state that so users are fully aware of it when they land on your website. The second is clear navigation. So the navigation of your e-commerce site should be easy to use and easy to follow for users. Now, depending on the size of your e-commerce site and how many products or types of services you sell, the navigation is going to vary. The navigation is considered the map of your website. So make sure to use proper nomenclature and language that users will understand and connect with. Now, typically, most large e-commerce websites use a feature called breadcrumbs which are basically markers for the user to know what page they are on and how they got there so they can backtrack if need be. If you have an e-commerce site with lots of categories and subcategories, then breadcrumbs are usually a good idea. But the point here and the fundamental concept is that you need to make your e-commerce site extremely easy to navigate so users can easily find what they are looking for. And you also want the user to enjoy exploring the site if they aren't sure of what they're looking for. Now this is oftentimes easier said than done, so you could use a software like TreeJack by Optimal Workshop that will test your navigation for you to see if users can find things easily. The third is good search functionality. I mean, this is a, a very common feature on pretty much every e-commerce site out there. Now this will be helpful when your user can't find what they are looking for through a category or a listings page, but you will want to vet or research search functionality or site search technologies because not all of them are created equal. The fourth fundamental is speed and responsiveness. Now I'm not sure this even needs to be stated as everyone should know, especially in 2020 that your website, whether it's an e-commerce site or not, needs to be quick to load and it needs to be responsive. Speed is a really important factor, especially for e-commerce sites, as you probably have a ton of imagery on your site. So do what you can to minimize the load times and keep your speed score up. This is gonna help with things like SEO, but more importantly, it creates a good user experience. Users have short attention spans. In fact, we all have short attention spans nowadays. But if your e-commerce site takes too long to load, users are obviously going to bounce. And then another thing is, and again, it doesn't need to be stated, but you need to make sure that your site is responsive, especially in 2020. 
So number five is creating conversion funnels. Now, most e-commerce sites will have what are called conversion funnels. They do this by having category or listings pages. Now, this is where you'll list overviews of your products or services, and then users can drill down into product or details pages with more details about the product. Now, you will also need to use strong and clear calls to action, but we're going to talk about this concept and fundamental later in the episode because breaking down conversion funnels are one of the most important things you can do to be successful with your e-commerce website. Number six is consistent messaging. You need to be consistent with your messaging. So if you have a deal of the week that sends users over to your shopping cart or checkout experience and it doesn't say deal of the week, then that's not consistent and can confuse users. You need to be consistent in your product names, your short descriptions to long descriptions, from your product listings pages to your product details pages, so on and so forth. Consistent messaging is one of uh, the fundamentals of e-commerce. Make sure that you audit your e-commerce site and that messaging lines up from page to page. The next one is descriptive copy and quality imagery. Now, users need good information to make purchasing decisions. They also want to see high-quality imagery of products from different angles or different shots. So you'll want to make your copy compelling and drive users to act on your website. What is all the information that users would need to make a sound purchasing decision? That's the question that you'll have to ask yourself when writing good product or services copy. All right, so number eight is promotions and cross-sells. It's really good to have a banner or a box or some sort of call-out on your site or on individual pages that specifically draw users' attention to promotions or deals. Now, cross-sell sections should be used to provide variety to the user if what they are looking at doesn't entice them enough. So promotions and cross-sells is another fundamental of e-commerce websites, and we'll get more into that as we progress in the episode. The next fundamental are reviews and ratings. It's wise to pull in user-generated content. Well, I mean, it really depends on whether or not you have more good reviews than you have bad reviews, because, you know, these can either work against you or for you. But, you know, practically every good e-commerce site out there has user-generated reviews, which correlate to a rating system for, you know, the most popular products. So it's really important to have a system where users can, you know, leave feedback and reviews, and other users can read those reviews. That's a staple of e-commerce websites. The tenth fundamental is to have an easy-to-use shopping cart experience or checkout experience. You need to make it easy for users to actually buy your products or services without having them jump through a bunch of hoops. So there are lots of different elements that go into a good shopping cart experience, and there are lots of different technologies out there that can help you, like WooCommerce or Shopify. Oftentimes, that shopping cart experience is different from the website experience, maybe because it's on a different domain, but you still need to have consistency there. You need to make it easy for users to add or remove products when using the shopping cart. You want to avoid unnecessary steps during checkout and feel free 
to tell your users how many steps it will take until they get to the final screen. And then, you know, just keep the process easy and smooth. Now, the last concept here, or fundamental, is that you need to have your business information readily available. Users need to be able to contact you easily. Usually, this information is found in the footer of most websites, but just make it clear to the user that your business info, your name, address, phone number, and email are prevalent. And then the, the last thing I'll say, and we are going to kind of do a specific episode on just mobile e-commerce, but it's important to note, mobile will be a different experience than desktop, obviously. The concept of mobile-first approaches or design took shape a few years back when mobile usage outpaced desktop usage. So we're gonna hold off on discussing mobile today as that's one full episode in and of itself. Now we're going to talk about conversion funnels. Now, the conversion funnel is a basic concept in e-commerce and other websites where your goal is to funnel users into converting. The tricky part about this is that those funnels can be different depending on what you're selling, how you're selling it, how it's displayed on the website, what features you have that help with conversion, etc. So we're going to take a look at some basic concepts of conversion funnels. The first is the end goal. What do you want the user to ultimately do on the website? For most e-commerce sites, it's to buy a product or a service, but it could also be to sign up for an email newsletter or download a free ebook. And many sites have different end goals depending on what the user chooses to do. Maybe your user is interested in buying a product, but you want them to download a free ebook to understand the value they're going to get by purchasing that product. So consider your end goal first, and many sites, again, will have different end goals. The second concept is called delinearity. Now, this is a web concept that was big in 2017, I believe. And basically, the concept of delinearity is that you want the user to be able to get to the end goal using different paths or the path they feel most comfortable taking. That's where things like user reviews, cross-seller related items can really come in handy because one user's path to buy a product might be different from another user's path to buy that same product. So you want to employ delinearity on your site and give users the opportunity to take the path that they are most comfortable taking to get to the end goal. The third concept is the actual act of funneling. And again, we're going to talk more about this with examples, but everyone looking to get into e-commerce needs to understand this concept fully. Usually funnel pages start with category pages and go to either subcategory pages or product pages. Now category pages are usually overview pages that revolve around a certain category. I'll use Amazon as an example. If you go to Amazon's website and view their navigation, you can see that they have different categories like electronics, computers, pet supplies. These are considered categories. If you click on pet supplies, you'll be shown subcategories like dog food, dog supplies, fish and aquatic pets, etc. If you click on dog food, you are taken to that subcategory page. Now, 
I've heard these called different things over the years as I've been in digital, but I've heard them called category pages, topic pages, overview pages, listings pages, and more. Every time I talk about category pages, I'm talking about a listings page. A listings page simply lists all the products in an overview. Typically, category or listings pages display products or items in rows for easy scanning and viewing. If a user clicks on an item or product, they'll be taken to a product page or details page, which will give the user more details about that particular product or item. This is one of the most important basic concepts of e-commerce because it caters to a wide variety of audience members. You know, if you're just starting out in e-commerce, the goal is to get as many products in front of as many users as possible. So you create category pages that lead to product pages. We're going to talk more in depth about the category and listings and product details pages in just a few minutes. The fourth concept with conversion funnels is variety and or options. Users and people in general love variety. And this plays into delinearity and is designed to cater to on the fence buyers. So basically you need to have other items displayed when users get to their last page before purchase. This is why you see things like related items or users also bought these items on products or details pages. Because if that user is contemplating whether or not they want to you know, buy that particular product and they're on the fence about it, having other products there that they can potentially view will keep them moving through the site, hopefully. The fifth concept to conversion funnels is credibility or trust. Users need validation or reinforcement that their decision to purchase is the right one to make. So having customer reviews or item or product ratings or testimonials can help with users purchasing. It depends on how well the customer reviews are. Now, if you are just starting out with your e-commerce site and no one has reviewed what you're selling, then you can connect with buyers and ask them if they like the product or service or whatever and ask them to you know, review it. But if you don't have reviews yet, don't worry about it. They'll come in time. The other option is to look into trust badges, which are basically a seal of approval from a trusted third party that signifies to users that their information slash data will be safe if they decide to purchase with you. This can help give your site credibility if you don't have any user-generated reviews, and it can help with conversion funnels. Okay, so we're going to end the podcast episode by talking about three key pages within the e-commerce website. They're gonna be the home page, the category page, and the product page. We are going to talk about what to put above the fold on these pages and then the subsequent sections of the page and or basic features of e-commerce. So what makes for a good e-commerce homepage? Oftentimes the homepage is a combination or blend of what users can expect to see on your site, which typically flows in accordance with a buyer's journey. Now, for your homepage, 
you know, above the fold, obviously you want to have a sticky and clean navigation with kind of a bold, you know, shop or buy button that is usually on the upper right hand corner of the page and then a search bar uh, at the top. Now these elements are going to be site wide, right? Your sticky clean navigation, your bold shop buy button and then your search bar are going to be on every single page and usually those are going to be sticky. So when a user scrolls, they'll still be able to see the navigation, the shop button or buy button, and then the search bar. You also want to have your value proposition front and center, possibly overlaid on a hero image, clearly stated and visible by users. And I would say, you know, don't don't use image carousels for the hero section. There there's so much documentation out there around why you know, hero page or, or hero section carousels don't really work. And then you also want to think about potentially having like a fly-in or an overlay or some kind of pop-up that offers something really special above the fold. But there's lots of things that you can do there with fly-ins and pop-ups, and we'll get into that in a later episode. For the subsequent sections and features of the home page that are below the fold, you're going to want to have kind of an intro section introducing the company or the brand or the products. You can have deals of the day, week, month, or year. You want to have category section with kind of top categories. You could have products sections with top products, testimonials or customer reviews. Then you want to have cross-sell sections for kind of secondary and tertiary goals like sign up for email newsletter, download a free ebook. You want to have your stay connected section, so your social media or community section. And then obviously you want to have your footer section with business information, uh, menu for certain pages like privacy and terms and conditions, accessibility, things like that. And then make sure to have highlighted or bold contrast calls to action for users to dive deeper into their particular area of interest, whether or not they want to go straight to a product or a subcategory. You want to have those uh, CTAs contrasted to whatever the color of the background is. Now the goal is obviously you want to entice users to explore the site further by offering them something of value. And this can come in many different forms depending on the user. The next page is the category page. Now the category page is also called the listings page. And what makes for a good e-commerce category page? Well, the category page will usually list out all the items or products in a particular category with overviews of the products, which include images, names, and short descriptions, along with calls to action or avenues to purchase and or learn more about the product. So above the fold, obviously you wanna have kind of your page title, right? Your category product with a blurb or value prop about that category. And then you could have a submenu or filtering functionality to sort category products in more detail, and then potentially have the first row of products visible or the best sellers in that category visible above the fold. For subsequent sections and features of the category page, this section is going to house, you know, category products. Some things that you'll want to incorporate are the following. So for optimum viewing and scanning products, they're usually displayed in rows with, you know, two, three, four, or five columns, depending on the amount. You want to have high resolution quality product images from the, the, the front view on the category page or the listings page. 
And then you wanna have your product names with short descriptions and calls to action to either buy it, which will send them right to the shopping cart, or to learn more, which will take them into the product page or the details page. You wanna have your product prices and or deals. Uh, you can also incorporate kind of a rating system or a star rating if uh, applicable. And then you wanna have visual cues that denote you know, new arrivals or popular products. And then related categories or subcategories that allow users to navigate to other pages. Now the goal here is to make it easy for users to shop by merchandising products in a simple and understandable way. Give users the opportunity to purchase products, learn more about them, and or validate their assumptions and decisions. Now the last page is the product page or details page. So what makes for a good e-commerce product page? The product page is where you'll want to give users all the information they would need to purchase a product, including more images, more detailed descriptions, more reviews, etc. So above the fold, you're going to want to have your product name, images, price, and you know your add to cart or buy calls to action. You want to have a detailed description consisting of different types of content, and we'll get more into that in just a minute. You can have anchor links to reviews or testimonials and then, you know, different varieties uh, if you have like certain sizes or colors of the product, if that's applicable. Now on the subsequent sections and features of the product page, you're going to want to have your special offers or promotions, any related products or items. Again, this is going to help with delinearity and those people who are kind of on the fence to buy. You can have things like answered questions, reviews, ratings, testimonials in full, and then you know different avenues and paths to different pages that push secondary or tertiary goals. Now, the one thing to note is that different users will consume information in different ways. Therefore, it's important to have varying types of content, right? Images, text, iconography, to help the user consume the information. You can use animation, videos, and more to help users make better buying decisions about the products or services you're selling. Obviously, the goal here is to get users to buy, plain and simple. The goal of the product page is to push users into the shopping cart experience. This is the page that can make or break the sale. So give users the information they'll need to make sound purchasing decisions. All right, so we've talked about some key pages for e-commerce websites, right? The home page, the category page, the product page. But what makes for a good e-commerce funnel? Now, the home page or the landing page, because wherever the user lands, and sometimes it's the home page, but other times it's like a landing page, like a blog post or something, you wanna show value to the user and give them plenty of opportunities for exploration. Certain users will gravitate toward certain types of content. Then comes the category page, and category pages should have all the products listed in a single category or have all the subcategories listed. This page acts as an overview for the products or subcategories and should be used for scanning and shopping purposes so users can easily find the product or subcategory that they're looking for. Now the subcategory page, which is similar to category pages, they should list out all the products in a single subcategory and act, again, as an overview for users 
to drill down into their desired product. This page should also allow users to go directly to the checkout experience if they choose to do so, or go directly into the, the product or details pages if you know, they haven't made up their mind. Now the product page should house all the necessary details about a product, including the name, images, pricing, customer reviews, related products, and more. Since different users consume information differently, leverage different types of content, images, text, testimonials, videos, animation, iconography, to see which types might be the best for your e-commerce site and then driving users to act on it. And then obviously the last you know, piece of the funnel is buying the product or service. The ultimate goal is to get users to buy the product or service or good that you're selling. And a smartly created conversion funnel, which we've just discussed, should help in doing just that. E-commerce is such a broad subject that there is so much to cover. Once you understand the basic best practices and concepts of e-commerce, especially around user experience, we can then get into more advanced techniques including the shopping cart or checkout experience, personalization, promotion strategy, and more. So this resource and podcast episode should help you lay a good foundation. And as Unstrategic Podcast continues, we will record a number of episodes dedicated to e-commerce strategy. And that could potentially include the following topics, best practices and advanced concepts, best practices for mobile, e-commerce marketing strategies, SEO for e-commerce. Reach out and let us know which ones you are interested in the most. Guys, I'm your host, Adam James Lamagna, and as always, it's a pleasure doing these podcast episodes. Uh, please feel free to rate us in the iTunes store or you know, Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast episodes, all right? All right, everyone have a great day, and we will be back in a few weeks with a new episode. Cheers. Cheers.